0: What's up, guys? This is Rob, and I'm the vet of the group.
1: Hey, hey, this is Murph. I'm the.
0: What's up, guys?
2: It's Shay. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Waiting Table podcast. We're so happy to have you here.
0: Thank you, guys, for joining us on another episode of The Waiting Table podcast, where we have roundtable discussions about the hottest topics in weight loss with, of course, and today's no exception, the coolest people from the bariatric community. I'm Rob, this is Murph, we got Shay, and we got you guys. So grab a chair, wind down from your busy day, and take a seat at the table. Shay, let's get some countdown action going, some 3 two, one if you will. So in three words, how are you feeling about tonight's episode?
2: So I, I'm i going to switch it up on you guys. You know I always have to keep you on your feet, right? On your toes. <laughs> I, my three words are in the kitchen, because I am literally in my kitchen. I'm having <sighs> some, right? That works. That works. Yeah, 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 I'm having yeah. our, our a flooring done upstairs. And so I'm in the kitchen. That's a new um, feeling that I have just designated. <laughs> so I think it counts.
0: Awesome. I'm going to take the two spot from you, Murph. Sorry. And I'm going to say triggered, but in a good way. And you'll see why, when we hear about our guest. and honored, because damn it's an honor to have such an amazing member of our community join us at the table so murph you get the final word what's it gonna be
1: absolutely and i'm gonna i'm gonna steal a word from my six-year-old daughter i'm gonna say excited
0: excited I i am
1: so excited to have our next guest on the show um he really doesn't need an introduction um but for those of you uh, maybe the two of you that have been living off the grid for the past few years, I, I'd like to introduce you all to the man, the myth, the legend, Dusty, aka Dusty Lost, three hundred pounds.
3: Hi, yeah.
2: what's, up, what's up, Dusty? Hey, hey, this, hey. Is,
3: this is awesome. Can I just say up, I I am th- just like blown away. This is this I'm really excited to kind of come. Nervous to be honest with you. It's uh, <laughs> this is so cool. The intro and the whole setup and like. All of you here, this is awesome.
2: I'm glad you weren't on last week because the intro was a lot rougher. I was pretty proud of us this week, though. Good job, guys.
3: We got it. We pulled it together. Thoroughly impressed. That's my fault. (laughs) Thank you for having me. This this is an honor, and I uh, I appreciate uh, all of you and and connecting this week, uh, especially on Instagram. But uh, excited to be here. Uh, Thanks for having me, and uh, can't wait. Well, the pleasure is definitely all
1: ours. Um, And again, for those who have never heard of Dusty before. I know that's crazy. Give us, if you could, just a couple minutes, a little background on Dusty, your your journey. Uh, how, how long have you been uh, post-op, wife, kids, things like that? Just real quick, if you don't mind.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, my name is Dusty. Uh, so I had the um, gastric bypass back in 2016. Uh, as far as how long I've been struggling with weight, I was born 11 pounds. And so um, Mother's Day is always a special day for my mom uh, because of uh, being an 11 pound baby. But I've struggled with weight my entire life uh, from the schoolyard uh, to high school, uh, plenty of times along the way of uh, weight being the focal point of who I was. And so I've been struggling with my weight my entire life, Uh, got to a point where I got up to 534 pounds uh, and I had a lot of ailing issues where my doctor said, Just pretty plainly, I wouldn't be surprised if you weren't here in six months. And so um, I um, had the gastric bypass in July of 2016. I am almost seven years out uh, from my initial surgery. Uh, As far as life uh, is concerned, uh, I am married, been married for over 10 years. Uh, We have a little girl named Presley, and we have a second baby on the way uh, due in March. Uh, Part of my weight loss journey uh, is rooted in the fact that my wife and I both couldn't have kids. um, And uh, it was a struggle. For us, my wife struggled with PCOS, and um, her herself had the gastric bypass two years after I had mine. And with her weight loss and my weight loss, uh, seven years into trying, we had our first baby girl in uh, December of 2020. A- pandemic baby, and uh, so she had just turned two years old, and we were welcoming baby number two, and uh, I shared my, or I started sharing my journey about two and a half years into uh, my journey on Instagram, so I've been on there for about, uh, I'd say, four, four and a half years. Uh, I, to be honest, kind of waited to share my journey because I didn't know if I was going to do it, to be honest. I I didn't know if I was going to make it, so I've been sharing for about four, four and a half years, and uh, it, it has been... Uh, it has been fun. It is. I'll just say that fun is probably not the best word to choose, but um, I would say it's been a uh, mountaintop and a valley low all mixed into these past seven years. And so uh, that is me. And um, I think I covered everything.
0: <laughs> I hope. Amazing. Gosh,
2: congratulations on your kiddos. Thank you, thank you. I relate to that so much because I I got my um I got the gastric sleeve done in March of last year. So I'm almost to my one year mark. And that was a big reason. And mainly the reason why I decided to go for it was because my husband and I had been trying to have kiddos for a long time. So it's cool to hear that as a success. And here you guys are with baby number two on the way. That's baby so, two. so cool. <laughs>
3: Not ready in any way, uh, but baby number are, two man. on never the heart. <laughs> one day, never ready,
1: never ready. No, nope, just nope. ask them. where right. they come, oh, Yeah, exactly. Nope. Yeah, had, had I met Shay a couple of years ago, you know, sooner, we would have given her one of our seven.
0: Um, but uh, hey, it's not
2: too late. I don't have any yet. Yeah, can, I'll take one.
1: Yeah, I'll give you a
0: couple. <laughs> you can have one of mine, but I get to choose which one. There you go, <laughs> depending on the day and how yeah. they are. <laughs> I'm going to jump in and ask a question because that was, uh, you know, your story is so amazing. And, you know, definitely Shay had mentioned that she can relate with some of your stories um, and where you've come from. I, and I think Murph can also relate. And so one of your posts um, recently was about purpose and Mm -hmm. your purpose in um, having the gastric bypass, having, making these changes for your, for yourself and your lifestyle. Um, You had mentioned doing it for your nephew back then, but now, (laughs) doing it for your child. Um, How has that purpose changed at all? Or, you know, with your ability to reach out to so many people through Instagram and, and, you know, different ventures, has that changed your purpose at all or added to that?
3: Yeah, my purpose, I feel, has um, evolved over time. Um, You know, initially, seeing videos of myself at 500 pounds, I remember very vividly, especially with my nephew, rolling on the ground back and forth. And I knew I couldn't uh, be on my knees because my knees would hurt, so I wouldn't be able to do that. Or I wouldn't be able to crouch down or, or do much. And I have a video that I'm just, the most I could do was, Fly my hand around to try to be somewhat entertaining for my nephew, and that just wasn't something that was going to be of any value to uh, our future kids. So the hope was, you know, we want to have kids, but I'm not going to be able to do much. And so, the purpose in being able to be active, and and you know that that post about purpose was the fact that you know my daughter's like, hey, come play with me, and I was I would be so limited at 500 pounds to not be able to do that, and I, I think rolled into that, especially with sharing on social media, is the purpose of connecting with other individuals that were where I was and that are currently still where I am. I'm very adamant that I haven't overcome, like it's not a singular moment of I've overcome it, but I'm continuing to overcome and I'm overcoming 30 years of processing obesity and and having that self-perception. And so purpose has really molded itself, especially on social media, to be a voice to anyone that potentially may relate with my journey in any way that may help and and spark them in any way. You know The messages that a lot of you probably see as well is individuals reaching out in this desperate moment of like, "I, I don't like where I am right now and I need to do something right now. And being able to connect and build a bridge of You probably won't be able to do anything right now and see results, but you can start something now that can lead to something really, really great. And uh, I think my purpose probably about two or three years ago got a little bit deeper because I got... a pretty uncomfortable message. Uh, And it was from a a, a wife reaching out on behalf of her husband. Um, And the husband, I actually had been messaging back and forth, just giving tips, tricks, and everything that I can. And she messaged me and and just said, I I see your messages to my husband, and I appreciate that. He's no longer with us, unfortunately, because of uh, the struggles that he was having with obesity. Uh, He's no longer with us. And so that was kind of a pivotal moment of I remember the message with him. And did I know that this was going to be the message that that might potentially help or not help? I didn't know that at all. But the fact that she reached out like that and I had such a connection to potentially help someone, it almost drove that purpose in a little bit more that there might be something that I post that may connect with just one person and it may just be disregarded in the algorithm on Instagram might ignore everything else, but that potential one person that might see something and relate with where I was um, is incredibly motivating because it, it's, it's dark. It's real, just full transparency. It's very dark at 500 pounds. When you feel like you're drowning and suffocating in your weights and that there is no immediate solution that you're going to have to, climb this mountain, and it's just overwhelming. So, you know, purpose has come in many forms, M- my kids now, um, but also, you know, the individuals that I'm able to connect with in this community. Um, and it, it's given me a lot of um, push to continue sharing, even though sometimes I share the same photos, and it's the same stuff. Someone out there may see it that has never seen it before. So. Yeah. So I'm going to ask Absolutely. one more
0: question because, as, as I said, I'm triggered in a good way to ask all these things. Uh, and then I'll shut up because I know everyone else has a lot of stuff too. But and this goes very much with what you had mentioned in regards to your posts, right? Like you have over 1,600 posts, you have over 88,000 followers on IG. I know for me, and my numbers are not anywhere near that, but I know for me, there is a f- specific post that I felt I was connecting to people there was one specific yeah. thing that really when i watch it i was like this is the one that people can relate to and you know out of these 1600 posts and you had mentioned some of, you know some of the things that you have posted is there one that really sticks out to you as the one that had that impact because you've had such a big impact on so many people right yeah uh
3: there's one and there's a, a song that has always um kind of just when I hear it in the gym and it's on my playlist, I'm like, okay, I'm shutting everything else out. And I'm like, my jump rope skipping gets a little bit faster. I get a little bit more passionate in there. There's a song uh, by NF and it's called remember this. And it's a song that talks about how um, I'm no longer the old me. uh, And that's, um, I'm going to remember the things of my past, but I'm no longer going to let that trap me in the past and that I'm going to push forward. So it's a post to where it encapsulates um, probably four or five moments in my journey where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the end of this, but I just got to keep going. And um, it's uh, it's a post that kind of ends with um, the fact that I am just like you. And I I felt like that was the most connecting post for me because I don't ever want to have the facade that I am a detached, distant person that doesn't relate with anybody. Um, I am just like you. You are just like me. Just because I've come a certain way of losing a certain amount of weight doesn't mean that I've arrived at a better position. I've just put myself in a position to where I know, I know a little bit more about this journey. And so me being able to share is saying, hey, I struggled with it. I'm not saying it as, uh, oh, well, I've read about this, and I've heard that this can help you. No, this is what I struggled with. This is the darkness that I talk about um, there, and it's something I continually battle through. And so that post for me, where the song is just kind of in there, and it talks about, I'm just like you, you're just like me, that's probably my favorite post, because it kind of Levels everything like, hey, you might see the blue check mark, you might see the sixteen hundred or eighty-eight thousand followers. All of that doesn't matter. Uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because I'm just like you, and if I can do it, you can do it. I absolutely believe that. And and there's no um, bridging that only certain. No, you can absolutely do it. It's it, it's rooted in the, the mental side of things and in really taking care of that mental approach of your journey rather than just a exercise or a diet program.
0: That that deserves it, guys. Oh, he did it. Yes. He it. Oh, oh so, so oh, Dusty.
3: This, this is, is Rafa's first
1: heart. This, oh, is, this first is a big heart. deal. Dusty. Oh, oh man. Look, wow. yeah, there
2: you go. You got it. Wow. I'm that's I'm like, that. I'm shocked.
0: Damn, no, I know. Give you a I little know.
2: a little context, Dusty. This this has kind of become Murph and I, we've been doing this, and Rob every time he just hasn't been able to. But man, he goes to that the was pretty. Down. Cool. Yeah, 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 that was pretty. Yeah, they're but, not trained
0: uh, to do that, and they they go this way. Unfortunately, I'm wow. old. I'm old guy can't do that. But no, that <laughs> earned it. That was awesome. That's, no, I appreciate that's that's that. So, that's well, and kind of to
2: related. Tag, to
1: tag oh, you
2: go for I, it, Murph.
1: If, if go you for don't it. mind, because I, it's so great, Dusty, that you mentioned that video and that song because I know exactly which one it was, because I want to say that was one of the first videos I saw of yours. And I connected with that. And uh, because I actually, um, a long, long time ago, shared a stage with NF, and I know Nate, and, um, and I remember hearing this song and and you doing the video and it was just like, Oh, man, dude's cool. Like, and F, you know, like I, I had that connection because of that song. And then it led me to following you and you more closely. And awesome. you then turned into a huge inspiration for me. So talking about that one, and I understand the importance of that one. That's why I started my Instagram page was just for the one person that I could try to reach, you know, if, if anybody hears my story, and, and it helps one person, I'll be satisfied, I'll be over the moon excited. Um, but that song, man, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, yeah, yeah. um, really well, cool.
3: thank, shout out to Nate. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, for connecting. Cause, uh, yeah. I, for me, it's a, it's a two way street, uh, as far as seeing each one of your journeys. What, what's really cool is that I've been able to connect this week, especially with all three of you on your particular journeys. And I didn't know the details on some of the journeys as well as what I looked into this week. And so, um, that's one thing that I've um, really learned to appreciate is, um, the, the journey that I'm on, uh, there are so many that are on that journey as well. And there, I can say something a certain way and someone can say the exact same words, but it mean more coming from somebody else. And so that's where, um, you know, Murph, looking at your journey, uh, Rob and Shay, looking at your journeys and the fact that it, we all have a different dynamic. Uh, we all have a different like something is going, like I've got a baby on the way. Someone may not have a baby on the way and may not relate. Someone uh, lives here or whatever the case is, because we have so many different dynamics. What I love about this is that we come from so many different backgrounds, but we're in a position to literally change someone's life. And that's, uh, I'll never lose sight of that. And that'll never be something that won't strike me is that Like someone across the world, like someone in the UK can randomly come across this social media profile and all of a sudden inspire them to get up the next day and and find a way to work out. It's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And there's room and space
2: for all of it. I think that's the biggest myth that I hear from people is like, Oh, well, there's tons of other people that have like, a really similar story. Like, I don't know why, like my sharing my story would matter. But you said it exactly right, Dusty. It's like, sometimes certain things resonates with different people, depending on who says it, or what they're saying, how they're saying it. And um, one of the questions I was going to ask you, Dusty, because you have been in this creator world um, for, I mean, this is kind of like the Wild West we're in still, but you were kind of like even before that. And so I'm curious, because I've talked to some other creators this week, even where they just kind of get to a point where they feel burned out, like, like, um, all the connections in their lives, um, in regards to social media are just for the purpose of trying to get something out of them. Like, it's always just like them kind of feeling, um, I think, taken advantage of at times. Um, I'm curious, like what your experiences with that. And like, you still seem very passionate and excited about what you're doing. How do you maintain that um, kind of like, as you've gotten bigger, and as people are probably trying to get more out of you in that sense?
3: Yeah, the the balance, I would say, of what I've tried to learn with food, exercise, and my entire approach to the health journey is honestly kind of a parallel to the journey on Instagram and sharing. you, You kind of notice... Uh, things now to where um, certain emails from certain companies or certain messages. Um, I, I'm very adamant on responding to every message that I get. It sometimes may take a little bit, um, but I can, I'm pretty good at discerning kind of uh, how the message is going to go. I've had the inappropriate messages. I've had uh, folks um, send me pictures like it, I. The request box is it's blurred. I'm like you know there's a risk there. So I'll check out the profile, look at it. And there's honestly some good photos that are sent of before and afters. Hey, you were a great inspiration. Uh, But then also the other side of it comes. So there is definitely a um, a balance in regards to how I approach social media from the, the scope of what I put out there is trying to motivate, inspire, and try to help. But in that process, I think someone looks at the blue check mark or or looks at the amount of followers and says, Hey, maybe I can get myself in there to try to promote. And I am all about sharing, um, the, the beneficial side of this journey. So if what you represent, what you're about is going to benefit and help somebody, I'm all about that. But if it's just for say self-promotion, that's where I'm weary because uh, I'll have pages. Hey, um, can you give me a shout out? Um, I- I'm uh, r- really looking to gain followers. And the page is, I mean, mind you, it, their page all their, but it's just selfies. It's just like um, uh, like 15 different angles of their front face on like 15 different posts so it's not that i am like the ultimate uh, that provides value but you know there are um pages out there that will share a different scope on their journey and how their journey will help and so i oftentimes will try to connect with those because again i could say something a certain way nobody could relate but then rob could say the exact same thing and all of a sudden everyone's like yeah well, yeah, I can do this or or I can do that. So I'm very adamant about that. Uh, and I am of the, the, the person that if it's not something I'm realistically going to use or be a part of, it, you will rarely see anything that you see on my link bio and stuff like that is something I have actively in the house, something I actively use. Uh, but there are things in emails that it is hilarious. Like, hey, we'd love for you to be a pasta sponsor. I'm like you know, I don't have like, it's not like I'm trying to like demonize pasta, but I don't have too many, too much pasta. So (laughs) how awkward is that going to be? Hi, would you like to try some pasta? Here's my before and after because of pasta. I just, I'm very, um, leery because you know what, what uh, changed that a lot or really solidified that is I I've got a chance to meet individuals that I've found on social media face to face. Like I've been at a, a store and like, Hey, um, are, is, are you dusty? I yeah. was like, yeah. Like, Oh, I love your Instagram. And, and so, and then folks at the gym. And so just imagine me like out there, like, Hey, every, you know, find a way and, and do this and do that. And all of a sudden like I am doing the complete opposite in my real life. I am absolutely yeah. paranoid that someone's just going to randomly show up and say like, aren't you all about the health and wellness? Like what, 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 it, I just, I get paranoid of that. So I am very much uh, if I talk about it, I've got to be about it. It's got to be something that I'm connected with. So um, it, it is a wild, wild west in the content creation realm. And and I will uh, not lie, burnout is very real. Um, it is very much, um, it, it, it's here and it hasn't left. Uh, but I've just, got, you know, I, I take a break for three or four days and then um, someone sends me a message or someone comments something. And it's all of a sudden like, I didn't know this was going to help. I didn't know that post was going to do any. Honestly, that post didn't get any traction. The algorithm absolutely hated this video. But one person commented and said, wow, I didn't think of it that way. Uh, Thank you. And all of a sudden at that moment, it's kind of like, here we go again. We're posting more. And so uh, burnout's very real. And and any tips I would say is um, as much as you're balancing the health journey with your food, exercise, all that good stuff, you have to find a balance with social media because it is a wild, wild west, and you will get burned out very quickly if you're just trying to get the views or just trying to, if you're just doing it for the gram, um, it, it's easily to get burned out. So
1: Yeah, yeah. So how do you, looking at your Instagram page, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to say every other video, but it just seems like, you know, you've got a video about weight loss and fitness and, and uh, recipes or diet, and then you've got a video about cleaning up your kids' toys, yeah. which I laughed out loud at because it's the truth that 5000, you know, the yeah, yeah. rent, the song from rent. And that that cracked me up. But like, how do you because I feel like I'm in a place where, like, I don't want my identity to be my weight loss surgery. Um, I want to help people. Yeah, I want to inspire. I want to be there for people. But I also want to have fun with it without screwing up their algorithm or without acting like you know, it never happened or, you know what I mean? How do you, how do you go about doing that? I feel like that's where I'm,
3: Yeah, see, you're asking the right questions. Can I just be, I mean, just full transparency, you're asking the really good questions because I'm in the middle of exactly what you're asking. Uh, I have been a weight loss motivation page and I I share the before and afters, um, but I get a lot of the messages, we get it, you lost weight. And uh, those became very prominent. And um, so with with sharing my journey, I, I wanted to find a way to be relatable. And I, I noticed that I was sh- sharing so many before and afters that I was getting a lot of the consistent messages of inspiration, but we get it. Inspiration, but we get it. And so I started posting some more workout videos and um, they they were helpful. I mean, they were useful. But as far as if I were to take the the raw numbers, it it wasn't seen by that many people. And so for me, it's okay, what's going to have an impact to where folks are going to see it. And so what really kind of set things off and changed things is about six to seven months ago, I decided let me randomly post something that is not related to weight loss, but I thought it was funny. And let me post it. And Uh, I I used to pin this video and due to a recent kind of change of of mindset, I unpinned the video and it was essentially um, my wife has told me all week that she has plans with her sister. She's told me six or seven times it is now the day before the event and I'm getting ready to ask her, what are we doing tomorrow? Just something like that was very relatable. But what happened is that post hit some sort of algorithm to where it became in 2022 at the time that it was posted, it became the seventh or eighth most viewed reel across all of Instagram. Wow. So there was 50 million views on that. Um, there was a million likes. And all of a sudden it's like, I've been posting before and afters workouts, weight loss inspiration. I post one video having nothing to do with weight loss and yet that's the most popular video and so to be honest i was a little bothered i was like i have been blood sweat and tears in trying to help motivate and inspire and put something out there that is relatable yet instagram will choose to put the video that has nothing to do with my page on the algorithm to get the views and i started seeing like um, uh, what? what's her name Portia from real housewives commented on the video it started being featured different places i'm like what in the world like don't you see my tagline dusty lost 300 pounds this is a weight loss page why are you picking up this video and so for me to be honest i was like well if that's getting views then let me intermix some of those items so that someone potentially sees that comes to my page And maybe potentially gets inspired. So that is something I'm currently wrestling with. Full transparency, as of even this week, it's something that I wrestle with every single time I post because my tagline is Dusty lost 300 pounds. Hey, maybe I can uh, change it to just Dusty, and I can do a mixture of everything. But um, other articles or other references to my page are with this link and tagline: Dusty lost 300 pounds. And so that is very much an identity problem that I'm having. Is There are things that I I would like to post that are funny that get views, um, but my page is weight loss inspiration and motivation. Uh, And I guess the last thing I'll mention on it is is I purposely took about a month and said, okay, I'm going to post unrelatable weight loss stuff, stuff that's just related to being funny, spouse um, humor and and toddler humor. And then I'm going to post mental health videos what truly helped me get over the hump and for some reason my least viewed videos were the ones on mental health and that is the foundation of this journey. Like the, mm-hmm. it, the mental health is where it starts. Everything else follows. And the stuff that has nothing to do with Dusty lost 300 pounds, has everything to do with spousal humor, got the most views. And so that's where I was like, well, what's the point? Like, Why take the time to even share if Instagram's not even picking up the purpose of my page? And so uh, I've wrestled with you know, creating another page just for relatable content. I call it relatable. Uh, and, and I've kind of settled in now uh, as most recent with that, like toddler post, that uh, I'm going to be a majority of a weight loss page and share what I can. Uh, and I'll, I'll intermix items that are relatable um, so that I could potentially pitch, hey, I'm just like you. Yeah. Uh, I'm relatable. But that is an active um, uh, frustration of mine on what instagram deems because it's the algorithm that they you know what they deem important and uh, there's one post in particular i said this right here is just such a and just a a perfect perfectly baked cake of how my mental health switched and and what the real help and trigger was and it was like the least viewed video of 2022 i was like (laughs) it's it would help so much help so much but um so that that's active and uh, the the struggle of identity and the page um man well the wild wild west shay what did you say wild wild west that that's the wild wild west right there
2: and you know what boys i think i have the answer maybe not the full answer but as you're talking dusty as murph is talking as rob is talking I, the the inspiration for me, at least, and I don't, I don't think I'm alone in this. The inspiration that I see in each of you doesn't come from the fact that you've lost weight. It's because of who you guys are as people. And that's like what I enjoy seeing. And so, you know, obviously for each of us, we all have the shared experience of weight loss surgery. So that's something that we can all kind of connect with and resonate with, but I, I just get so much inspiration like from you guys as people. And um, that's something I was talking with another creator this week about where it's so easy to kind of get wrapped up in having different things be part of our identity. But the funniest part about it is people just want to connect. They just yeah. want to know that you, you know, like some of my most popular videos are me and my husband going to Costco. Like that's probably the video I spent the least amount of time on editing and doing, but it's like, people love that people want, people are inspired by people, not by what they do or don't do. And so like, I don't know, I just, as you were saying that it's like, no, like I, that's great that, you know, we've all lost weight and all of that. But like Dusty, you're an inspiration because you're Dusty, like you're a cool dude and so i don't know just an encouragement i like this
3: podcast yeah this is this is nice this is cool stuff i appreciate that that's awesome
2: yeah it's like you guys are cool people like and so you know whether people connect on the weight loss stuff or the kids stuff or whatever like i just want to get to know who get to know who dusty is get to know rob get to know murph like i just want to know who you guys are as people because you're pretty awesome So that's just my two cents. Thank you. Thank you,
1: Shay. Same, same to you. Um, You know, yeah. I mean, we all are connected through bariatric surgery or through our, our past um, hurts or issues that we had growing up, unhealthy eating, you know, whatever the case may be, but now we're here and it's really cool that we can just be awesome people together and just hang out. And we've got stories now. We've got, we've got scars to show. We've got, you know, passions and, and things to share and our weight isn't getting in the way anymore. Um, and so I guess it's safe to say we all have something different to bring to the table.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what, one thing I actually told Murph this before, um, and I think this may ring true to you, Dusty as well. Um, you know, I was talking to Murph about, you know, sort of what we bring to this podcast. And, you know, I tend to do a lot of the technical stuff in regards to editing and all this stuff and all the technology stuff that I'm not very good at, but, you know, someone has to do it. And I was telling Murph, I'm just like, one of the big reasons I think that people are drawn so much to you is because of you. It's because I love watching your stories, Murph, and I love learning about your family i love seeing your trips with your family i love seeing you do all those different things because yes you're a cool person but the other part is as someone going through this weight loss journey i like to see what i can do i like to see and this is a mindset thing too it's you know i was big on visualization and manifesting that 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 image and you're helping with providing that so you know showing a picture of you playing with your kids helping clean up your kids toys you can attest to this i know Mia murph can as well i was at 380 pounds how good was i at cleaning up my kids toys at 380 pounds right i was gassed i wasn't able to bend down i wasn't able to do right it's
1: it's relatable and it's it's not something that you could have done you know seven eight years ago but you can do it now and it's relatable uh people love it people eat it up and uh, because it's awesome, it's fun, it's cool, it's funny. The the rent song playing and the things that we could do, yeah, it, it was fantastic.
3: Yeah, so. the uh, the relatability I think is is kind of content that's creation key. wise that, that that's the key relatability right. and yeah. um, and where folks are, like the one today about that that moment when the uh, the weight loss stall uh, breaks, like Will Smith's reaction, at like okay that's that's me multiple times like i've weighed Uh, myself six days in a row and it hasn't moved and then all of a sudden something moves it's like did i just get a loan on a house i mean what kind of (laughs) breakthrough am i having here so uh relatable is key absolutely for sure yeah
0: so i have another question and you know i'm obviously very 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 biased towards these types of videos of yours um i know you're a certified fitness specialist i know you certainly emphasize physical activity in your posts um and physical activity has been a huge part of my journey and me moving forward how has being active played a part in not just your transformation to lose the 300 pounds but in your life afterwards because i feel like it is a very important part for you
3: (laughs) Yeah. So exercise was something to where I knew that uh, I had to get into it and it was something that had to connect itself with my bariatric journey. And um, w- when I took the step of taking um, uh, or having bariatric surgery, I knew, and I remember mentioning to my wife right before the surgery, I said, if, if I go through with this, I- I'm going to do this. And, and I'm, I'm I'm this is it. Because I remember trying to actually leave. They had just put the gown on me. They had just began to wipe everything down and get me ready for surgery. I said, honey, what if I could just try one more time. And she was like, uh, you've tried, uh, tried and tried again. Do you, do you really think that it's going to work or, or you're going to be able to? And and I ended up going through with the surgery. And I told her, I said, if I do this, I've, I'm going to do this. And so when I started my exercise portion, mm-hmm. I, I said, I don't want to overwhelm myself because I've done that before. So. I just started walking and that's all i did for the first four to five months that's it and when i started getting to the gym i started going for two days and and i took two days off and it was like oh before i would go six days for three hours a day and uh, i remember being at one gym i was there for four hours many times i had a small part-time job i made enough money to get a membership there and i spent like four hours there just doing all that i can and so Because I wanted to do it right, I had to take a calculated step with fitness. And what that evolved into is eventually getting into the gym, uh, starting to build different workouts. But for me, the gym came into play right around the time where the rubber met the road in regards to my mental health and the true journey that i'm on like oh the surgery didn't do anything about my mental health and how i as a child rooted and coped with food during stressful situations oh the surgery doesn't do it doesn't do anything about that like it really is just a tool and so for me right around that time where emotions were at its peak where i am Morning food, like I'm sitting there at 7 p.m. knowing that I can't eat anymore, uh, and I'm mourning. I, I'm I'm getting emotional. I'm, I remember a couple times running into the other room and and crying simply because of food and because I couldn't eat anymore. And all of a sudden, coming to terms with, like, I, part of me is is dying. Part of me that I've loved and and lived in for so long, and that just dopamine release of food. That part of me has to die. And so the gym and physical exercise kind of came right in there and became an anchor for me, became something to where I go to the gym, yes, for physical exercise to burn calories and all that, but it became a solace. It became a, a place where I can put uh, my hoodie on, I could put my headphones in, I can put the music on, not listen to anything else and just simply disappear for about an hour, an hour and a half, and just work things out mentally. And I think for me, what phys- physical exercise really did for me is the difficult exercises, the, the different things that I was able to do now. I, I almost visualize that if I can get through this hardship here, then I can get through the hardship out there. And it it almost became very, uh, it became very parallel that the the physical exercise and me pushing myself to places that I didn't think I could go, I knew that I could do that outside of the gym. So exercise for me has been pivotal for any kind of anchoring. Uh, When I'm stressed out, I'm, I'm a stress eater. That's what led for me to get to my top weight is I coped and isolated myself into food when everything around me was chaotic and, and, and something I, I couldn't change I just dove into food well now for me it's serving myself in a better way rather than sabotaging myself and that is going to the gym you know just recently in the past I'd say two months um, some of the things that we were getting in regards to baby number two, um weren't the most stress-free and it wasn't the most stress-free news it was very stressful and that's nothing i've ever processed before I, I can do something about how i feel but all of a sudden if something's going on with baby number two and i can't do anything that's a stress that like it's like a new level unlocked a new level of stress unlocked i'm like I, I hold on i did not give anyone the key to unlock this stress but it, it's all of a sudden now I'm stressed out, I'm holding on to something that that I just know that food's going to make me feel better. And so I would uh, very much use the gym and, and physical exercise to push myself to exert myself to say, I can get through all of this. If I can get through what's in front of me, and so you know, part of my pursuing of running recently and and trying to get faster is because that completely wipes me out. It, it running a half marathon taxes every bone, muscle in my body. But when I'm finished with it, I'm like, I didn't think I could do this, and I did. I don't think I can get through this chaos in my life. But I'm going to have to, um, and so that, that's where physical exercise really became a an anchor for me, a solace. It, it, it's if I don't go to the gym, my wife can tell when I don't go to the gym. Did you go to the gym today? Uh, no, I, I, I woke up late. Okay, I can tell. Okay, do you need to go <laughs> work out real quick? Do you need to go for thirty minutes for a run real quick because you're Does you're dad need up- a
2: timeout. Dad, dad but, uh, needs yeah. a timeout. <laughs>
3: Yeah, dad. timeouts are very real. My wife is very in sync with um, the lack of gym days for me. But for me, you know, 30 years of struggling with obesity, uh, I have found something that has has been very helpful in me rooting all the negative mental health stuff that kind of sabotaged me before.
1: It's like being hangry, but you, you need to go to the gym. Uh, like Jane, Jane, Uh, Jane, Jim
3: angry, (laughs) Jim angry, Jim angry, Jim angry, Jim's angry.
2: (laughs) Hey, um, speaking about your wife, and this is kind of a question to all of you guys, if you want, but I know, you know, I'm still within my first year of surgery and this has been like a huge intense growth year and for myself personally, but that's transferred you know to my relationship dynamic today is actually me and dylan's 11th anniversary of being together so kind wow. of fun so we've been together a while thank congratulations. you congratulations 11. and it's it's interesting though but even though we've whoa. known each other for the whoa, oh
1: whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's some sound effects there. <laughs> that, that
2: was good rob that was good Sorry. i like
1: it you kind of oh, scared no, I me it. i forgot we
0: had those i got scared i know
2: i did too <laughs> i was like <laughs> i'm was looking awesome. around
1: like who's it?
0: <laughs> You're in your basement but, and just someone like yeah. hiding behind yeah. the cabinet. It was it the was furnace going.
2: last week. It was the this week. Um, but anyway, this was the first year though, where I feel like we've really been learning who we are as individual people yeah. and then therefore learning who we are together. And and so I'm curious again, this is open to all of you guys, but how has that <laughs> relationship dynamic been with your partner if you feel okay talking about that? Um or just any insight for those that are maybe starting on the journey. I I just wasn't expecting that to be a thing like that. Oh man, there's going to be tough conversations or different conversations and I'm going to feel differently about things. So just kind of a general open question to all of you guys on real, relational dynamics and how that changed with your partner.
0: Tag Dusty you're it.
3: I, uh, I I don't know if you all read like a book on how to ask the right questions and the perfect cut I mean, we're we're on a roll because that's a good one um and, and that's something that uh I wasn't expecting but the dynamic of um you're, you're, I'm losing weight, and I'm actively losing weight. And my wife, who has struggled with PCOS for a long time, uh, is something that, that she has struggled with as well. And so, getting to a point of me getting into my journey about two years, and my wife continuing to struggle, and then her herself making that decision for gastric bypass, um, uh, two two years into, yeah, two years into my journey that dynamic very much changes because there is the thought, if you get to a particular weight, are you going to lose interest in me? Um, you're going to change. The perception of yourself is going to change. And so uh, I'm very huge on communication. Um, you know, One grateful thing that I've been able to do is with that um, certification, be able to start one-on-one coaching. And there's a couple of bariatric patients that I've connected with. And I said, just a heads up that your relationship is going to change in the dynamic and how you communicate is all, it's all there. So if you know that ahead of time, you can prepare for it because it's coming. And that's one thing that my wife and I have been very transparent with in that she struggled. I struggled. Um, My wife, you know, she lost, I think 110 pounds in the first year. And then right at the year mark, that's when she uh, was, got pregnant. And so for her, it's, Um, She got down to a certain weight and, oh, are you more attracted to me? And I said, no, like whatever weight you started with, wherever you are now, it's completely the same. Um, But also with myself, like loose skin, like I've got seven to 10 pounds of loose skin. Like when I go for a run, there's clear clapping going on. It sounds like there's an audience cheering me on. So that's probably why I run the way I do, because there's a constant applause as I go. But um, you know, with the loose skin, yeah, exactly. It's the loose skin was very much a insecurity. Like I've got hanging skin like this. So um, very much in regards to relationship, things can change. I, I, I connected with some bariatric communities on Facebook where Um, there has been a loss of interest. You know, someone has um, had interest in someone, but because they lost weight, uh, a lack of interest was there. And so the the only thing that I would say is communication up front of what's coming is probably the best thing that would serve the relationship and help. If we didn't communicate, and this is something that she was feeling, uh, an insecurity, my insecurity, and we didn't say anything until it all boiled over during a moment, um we have a very very difficult time um especially with getting pregnant in the first year um me losing and and having the extra skin um being able to have that kind of bond of communication has really helped and um it's still now because when my wife got pregnant she put on weight because of the pregnancy and so as soon as we had the baby she went right back to the bariatric plan well, she had a fainting spell while we went uh, and walked our daughter. So in the middle of a public street, she collapsed. And so we went to the doctor, talked to the doctor about it. And it was because she went so regimented on her plan that she didn't have enough. And so all of a sudden now what she's known to be successful, the doctor's saying you can't do that. Well, that's all I know and so she had to develop a new way and there was just it was very very difficult and so um one thing that we're looking forward to with baby number two coming is that our conversations just this week is like honey we're no longer in a position where we're trying so you know loose skin surgery is a possibility for both of us um you know you not having to concern yourself with um Really much else, but you know, putting your health as a priority, and that's one thing that we've had to communicate is she's put on weight because of pregnancy. Is there something there that um, makes me unattracted to her for that? And I'm I'm of the mindset that uh, you are a woman that is giving birth to to my children. You you like you are the, the connection to a legacy of our family. Like I, I respect that and honor that so much, and the stuff that my wife has had to go through just pregnant moms in general, like a watermelon out just, uh, just, I, I mean, I, mm, I mean, it's similar in pain to me when I get a cold, but besides that, um, I'm just kidding. I'm you just should kidding.
2: be like, uh, Gussie, you should be the, <laughs> you should be the salesperson for like having kids, like the way you just sold that right now. That was, that yeah. was pretty impressive.
0: So like it's a, uh, but not, uh, what was <laughs> that tanglish.
1: what was that button that you hit what was that uh-oh uh-oh okay i didn't hear it um that's hilarious
3: so things are going to change and and as long as you know that things are going to change and you communicate uh, that with your spouse i think you're going to position yourself better off to think oh no we're going to be fine i've just i'm going to love them no matter what you you might but they're going to change that how yeah. i perceive myself how i see myself It's very different. I made decisions at 500 pounds out of insecurity, Mm -hmm. that if I'm no longer insecure in that area at 220 pounds, I wouldn't make that same decision. So I'm a completely different person. So that's been really, really huge um, with relationships for sure.
1: It's just, it's such a drastic change, I think is the issue, Um, you know, and that that being one of the examples why, you know, um, my wife and I have been together for eight years and you know, people people change, it's inevitable, you know, everybody changes and people get to places in their marriage where, you know, they have problems or they, they fall in and out of, uh, you know, feelings or, you know, or whatever the case may be. Um, my my wife's, that said, my wife's in uh, nursing school and she has been for the past uh, couple of years. So um, we haven't really spoken at all <laughs> about a lot of these things. I not i mean we we have but it's like she's just so busy doing her thing and i'm over here so busy doing my thing and we do get together and it's and it's been good conversations and it's been positive and we're still doing good and once in a while we say to each other hey we're doing okay and you know we talk we go out on dates once in a while um but we're just we're so busy all the time and and we've we've talked about how you know i don't know the statistics on it but marriages um you know, where bariatric surgery is involved, um, there's a, a certain statistic that, they, you know, that marriage will will end. I don't know how high that of a percentage that is. Um, also, uh, marriages uh, of people who have been married before uh, and have been divorced, you know, that, that, um, that statistic elevates. And, and Elise and I have both been married previously. So, so we, we had the conversation of, hey, you know, the odds are against this. Oh, and then nursing school nursing school ends marriages uh there is a statistic on that as well um so you know we've got three strikes against us as as far as um you know statistically you know we shouldn't technically be together still but we are and we check in once in a while we go on dates as much as we can uh you know homeschooling seven kids and being in nursing school and and having bariatric surgery uh, coming out of covid like all these things but you know it it can it can be done, and it, it you have to have that open line of communication. You have to be able to ask some tough questions and really have some serious conversations, yeah. um, and and be as transparent as you possibly can because it can be done. I'm not saying our marriage is perfect; we struggle on the daily, but we're getting through. We're getting by. She's so and, supportive, um, and she's so supportive. At least, Dusty whoa, at least, Dusty so has no supported. idea how supportive. <laughs>
0: Next My wife, she's us,
1: she's usually on here to make fun of me for like mispronouncing yeah. something or you know <laughs> something silly. She'll she'll be quiet the whole chat and then she'll come on and say, you know, <laughs> to make fun of me. Uh, she's so supportive. Um No, but she really she really is supportive, and I try to support her as much as I can. And and we're just like I said, we're kind of off both, you know, doing our own thing. And when she's done with nursing school at the end of this year, she'll be an RN, and we'll come back together. And I think. Ah, we'll take a big sigh of relief. So, yeah, but
0: I think I think you brought up some really good points, both of you guys. So actually, the stat is more than double. Um, Like if adults get bariatric surgery, they're more than like more than double as likely to get divorced. So the stat is actually I think it was like three percent and it was like it was like six and a half or seven percent um, will lead in divorce. So it is it is definitely a stat. A lot of the Facebook groups that I'm part of um, in Ontario and Canada. That's, that's definitely something that I've seen quite a bit, but like both of you had said, you're right. I think it's about communication. And I think for me, what it was about was, yes, this was a huge journey for me, but most importantly, it was a huge journey for us. Mm -hmm. So where did she fit within all of this? Well, she fit everywhere, right? You know, now, like, you know, I talked to her a lot and you know she'll tell me certain things and i'll say but you know at the end of the day there was 10 years where i couldn't do crap right we would have a snowstorm and you'd say because i have four herniated i had four i still do have four herniated herniated discs i couldn't shovel i couldn't do anything and she would be like i got it don't worry you know i'll do this don't worry and you know that's just one chapter of our story and yes i've lost this weight yes i am a lot more capable and now it's my turn to be able to do what i need to do um and you know it it also allowed my journey to inspire, inspire her health journey right you know she was never big but she had learned this this newfound love for weight training ever since so now she's a beast in regards to lifting and she's super active and she's actually paying attention in in the asian culture um, it's very it's very normal to sort of like sweep it under the rug, right? Oh, I have this. Oh, I'm just going to ignore it. It'll be fine. And, you know, that's, I think, a big reason why I got as bad as I did. Um, we don't allow that in our household anymore because of the conversations and the understanding of why health is so important, how we raise yeah. our kids to understand, you know, my, both my parents died very young. I was severely obese. My brother is diabetic. There's a reason why we all have these comorbidities and we all have these challenges. And how do we turn that around to educate our kids? And that's something that we've decided to do together. So we're very honest with them about the importance of nutrition. And, um, you know, what we eat is what they eat. And yeah, I just think that you're right. Communication is a big thing, but it's it's sort of it's how is my journey our Mm -hmm. journey? how yeah. are we doing it That's together? Good. Right. Yeah. That's
2: cool. yeah. And the right, underlying yeah. theme I'm hearing from all of you guys too, is that transparency and honesty piece. Yeah. And I think for me, at least I wasn't being honest with myself for a long time. So how could I have been honest with anybody else, including Dylan? Right. right. But I think right. for me, and I, I think it's maybe similar correct me if I'm wrong, but having the surgery just kind of pushed me to that point of being very brutally honest with myself and dealing, you know, like what you were saying, Dusty, going back to childhood traumas, working through some of that, or a lot of that, it's hard work. And, um, but then when you're honest with yourself, it's like, oh, now I can be honest with other people. And that's where it starts, though. It has to start with you, unfortunately. (laughs) And I think
0: that's where people, you know, there are a lot of people who do well with the surgery. And there are a lot of people who also fail in the surgery, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, obviously we've all made that decision. And I've always said that that's what we need to celebrate. The fact that you've made the decision to change. But I think a big part of that is at some point, you know, some of us have it at the very beginning before the surgery. Some of us have it a year down the line or somewhere along our journey. You need to have that honest conversation with yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is, I think, the big deciding factor in regards to, not just our success in our journey but our happiness moving forward right Um, absolutely yeah and so I love seeing when people talk about having that conversation
3: especially with other people I think the thought process in what got uh, me or what got us to our top weight that that thought process that tendency, doesn't go away. Uh, the surgery does nothing about that. Um, mm-hmm. The surgery is a tool, but oftentimes the pathway that we've built mentally will come into contact with a physical limitation from the surgery. And I, I think that's where a lot of the mourning uh, came from for me. And and what a lot of folks feel on the journey is that, that moment where it, there's a clash between this is how I process, this is how I do things, this is my habit, my ritual, And that led you to a point where, um, like, led me to 534 pounds, how I processed, coped, how how I saw things. And all of a sudden, now I've got to somehow become a completely different person. And that just doesn't happen with surgery. Yes, you're going to lose weight. It's absolutely going to position you immediately uh, to do that. But at some point, how you process how you do whatever you do it's just going to get your old weight back Um, that the regain is very very real because um, there is just a reliance on the physical procedure versus the actual mental procedure that takes place. And I think that transparency, that uh, ability to have the uncomfortable conversations, having a safe space with a person, uh, whether it's therapy, whether it's a spouse, whether it's accountability partner, where whatever it is, it, is vital because there is very unco- like. The fact of where mine started, you know, a lot of mine came from the divorce that uh, my parents had when I was young. They divorced. And obviously there was something subconsciously that thought that I wasn't enough to keep them together uh, or that I was somehow lacking. And so in my lack, uh, I reach out to something that provides a fill or a gap filler. And for me, you know, food felt good. So when my parents weren't together and I wasn't happy about it, food felt good. And so now food feels good. The dopamine gets released on when I have the food. So how do I process and change that? And, you know, having that uncomfortable conversation where, you know, my own mother went on a transformation journey herself, but she watches my Instagram. She, she looks at it and sees it. And the fact that I root some of my initial issues with weight in that, it's uncomfortable. Like it's a com- uncomfortable conversation that kind of sure. the environment that was provided for me didn't really help me prioritize my nutrition. And, and Rob, I love uh, as far as setting the standard in your house, as far as what we eat, you eat. Love that. And that's something it, it's a one day at a time what we have very much dedicated, you know, the, uh, the nutrition side of, of Presley and, and our daughter and what she eats and, and, doing what we can to make the food here whole food based a lot of those things that i didn't have and i didn't know we try to institute but it's just hopefully building a pathway a habit for her that you've got to find value in what you're consuming and it's not to say that you can't have pizza you can't have those noodles but you've got to find value in it to benefit you and not set you back and and that, that's tough in s- seven years, coming upon seven years, and still processing. Like I don't know how to deal with a potential complication with baby number two. I don't know how to process that stress. I know how to process my stress in a work situation, a intimidating boss. Uh, I know how to work through that stress, but I don't know how to work through this. And so that's where it's like, well, I'm seven years out, and I haven't arrived, and I probably won't arrive. But uh, I've got the mentality that I- if it comes... I'll figure it out we got to find a way because the other side of it was uh, dark and I just there's no way I'm going back to that so just jump on a call
0: with Murph and I between nine of us we can we can sort of work through it together. Yeah. <laughs> between and, guys. That's what,
2: and that's what we call the baby giraffe syndrome. You know, we were talking last week about more of the physical when you're like kind of learning your new body. We're learning our new minds, our new hearts, yeah. too. And you know what? Sometimes we're kind of clunky like baby giraffes. So I think you own it, Dusty, and you're you're just baby giraffe in it like we all are. I
3: love it. Clunky. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna probably use that <laughs> a lot more. I'm <laughs> clunky here. I'm having a clunky week. Yeah. So yeah. Hey,
0: you used the word clunky like three times on, on last week. I'm like, is that that's that's your word, huh? Clunky. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. Clunky.
2: Another one I'm trying to use is um unhinged. That's like what oh, like the kids are saying Ooh. these days. Ooh. So throwing that out as that's... a little bonus nugget for you guys to try oh, to yeah. use that that's, in a sentence. That's
3: so young. fetch.
1: You're so, that's fed, so fetch. Bro.
3: <laughs> Someone tried to get platinum in high school, and I'll never forget it. Like, yeah, I, 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 someone's like uh, that. That is so um, gold, or oh, that's gold, and like, you know what I'm bringing in? That's platinum. And that's um, platinum never worked, never happened. Yeah. And that was 20 plus years ago. So um, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, platinum, but I like clunky and unhinged. That sounds like deep. Like that sounds yeah. like it's set exciting. the. I've music heard it down. in the
2: funniest like context where it's like it's kind of when somebody does something just kind of crazy and and then you go oh man they're like unhinged like what is going on they're unhinged
0: my daughter said that to me i'd just be looking at her like like
2: Like, and honestly i would describe when rob did this i became unhinged because i was like shocked by that
0: my daughter would be like wow lol I'm like, dude, you, you just said lull to me? Low. Why don't you just low. laugh? Oh, my God. If
3: my <laughs> wife used that word, uh, I, I we have this running joke that if my wife uses new words that I've never heard before, I start looking at the ceiling and I start looking around exactly. because I feel like I'm on the Truman Show. Yeah. And that she's like an actor. Like, are you? Is this? Are you? <laughs> yeah. Are we? Uh, guys you're giving her new words that she's not supposed to have yeah. so i, I can it's tell it's a new script what you're doing <laughs> and so um it's always funny like that that's a running joke that i, I truly feel sometimes i'm on the truman show <sighs> and that there's uh like are, like is there multiple of you honey and like <sighs> did you learn new because i've never heard this she used some word like um calculated or something i was like calculated where in the world did you get cal- who is it? who are yeah. you and so yeah. I'll start looking and I'm like, let me see your uh, your mole on your uh, your ankle. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, they put that back. And so the running joke, but so unhinged, uh, it's a running joke because my wife will probably ask me, uh and she'll start looking at the ceiling at the cameras, like, oh, so you swapped them out, huh? Using the words unhinged. Got it. Okay. New one here. I think huh?
2: that's I think that has to be a recording. Like, I think you need to do hidden camera action on that one and see what her yeah, response that would is. Be a good <laughs> one. Biggest <Absolutely>. of
0: 2023. Yeah, <laughs> that's like when my so do you remember when like the whole Netflix and Chill thing was was big? And my friends, so I'm 39 now, right? I'm turning 40 next month, two months, whatever. Me too, uh, go. yes. And Murph is already 40.
1: Oh, I've been 40,
0: old guy. Old guy. Old guy. Um, been rocking and so, 40 for a minute. <laughs> and so I remember when a lot of my friends would be like, Oh, what do you want? What are you doing? Like, oh, we're just Netflixing and chilling. I'm like, That doesn't mean just watch Netflix, man. And I'm like, You're no. old, stop using these words, yeah. this is not yeah. fitting. And I'm just like, Oh, god. So yeah, I'm, watch, I'm
1: watching Netflix and chilling with my I'm kids. I'm chilling,
0: but like, I'm doing like, no, like I'm literally no. I'm, no. That's don't do that. Don't say that. First year yeah. of
3: marriage was Netflix and pizza. Yeah. Uh, full transparency, my wife and I. First year we got married, it was the, the ideal night. We'd turn on Netflix. We each have a little Caesar's pizza by ourselves. Yes. We'd share breadsticks and a two liter of soda each. Yeah. And uh, it' easy, just easy to go through that. Like that's probably oh, four thousand yeah. calories in thirty minutes. But Netflix and pizza was yeah. That's how we started. What's your new?
2: What's your new Netflix snack now? Is it the same thing? (laughs) Um,
3: That's
0: a dangerous. That's a dangerous question. We had
1: Little Caesars for dinner, by the way.
0: Not Still sponsored,
3: but we're one, open.
1: One little slice. One of the <laughs> we're I can have
0: Listen, we're,
3: we're you know, um, uh, let's see, Neff. Um, what is the um, what is like the go to? Uh, I will say it's ours. oftentimes at night, and so it'll be uh, ice cream. So Halo Top is usually the go to. Just recently found Nick's ice cream. Um, shout out to Nick's uh, sponsorships all around everyone Best. on this podcast. You want to throw it out there? Just saying because it's low calorie. It's really good. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's more or less ice cream now. Um, oh, I'm all I'm about the Jamocha else.
0: almond fudge. Sorry, guys. I'll just in the moose tub. I won't eat the tub. I'll, just, I'll eat a little bit, but I feel like we can't go through an episode. At least Murph and I can't go through an episode with a guest without talking about like the food that we miss. <laughs> like it, it's food. Often, yeah.
1: Food or, or, uh, getting rid of food. Yes. Uh Poop. We, we talk about poop, poop all the time. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's,
0: been, uh, hey, yeah. it's a must. <laughs> it's a staple. It's a must, yeah. it's a
1: must in the bariatric uh, podcast circle. You have to. Yeah. Um, I have one question that I've been dying to ask Dusty. And then I don't know, Dusty, if you have time oh, yeah. for another question, I know we told you like an hour ish, but, uh,
3: I was told uh, six hours and that if anything less, yeah. uh, I mean, so I'm, I'm here for six. The Perfect. Good. We're good. We're golden. All right.
1: So I've, I've got one more question and then I wanted to give you an opportunity, Dusty, to share the, the, the program and things that, that you're doing moving forward. Yep. What What's next for Dusty? Um, my question is is very simple. Um, not not as hard as Shay's really deep, you know, thought provoking questions. Um, Dusty, you have been an inspiration and this is not a word that I, this is a new word for me. Um,
0: you're so unhinged, uh, bro. I'm
1: I'm I'm unhinged right now. You have no idea. Um, <laughs> lol. All right. Um, so <laughs> no, but um, inspiration—it's something that I've been hearing that I am to a lot of people lately, and I don't know how to receive it. Um, but when I think of Dusty, when I when I see your videos, when I watch you um and and having you here with us tonight you really truly are an inspiration to me and this community and rob and Shay, um hands down so dusty who is your inspiration where did do, where does your inspiration come from
3: ah is good um so as far as from from a social media perspective um there's a couple of accounts um that i started off early on with that um was envious of uh when i started my journey they were already into the journey and had lost quite a bit of weights um and so one of them poro 92 uh he's actually coming up to nashville this weekend to a redcon one gym he's a uh, someone that I think was, uh, over 400 pounds had lost a considerable amount of weights and has been sharing his journey online as well. Well, uh, he became a sponsored athlete with Redcon one, uh, and he's actually coming up. So I get to meet him face to face for the first time, but, um, I'd say he was one that really stuck himself out. Uh, J Arp's journey was one of them, um, that was early on. And these are early individuals that when I first started getting on, uh, Instagram, um, they were uh, very inspirational for me. Um, I am inspired uh, in, uh, as far as in my surrounding, uh, very much inspired by my wife um, because it took a lot for her to set aside her um, desires. As far as my, my first year of surgery, I had a separate cabinet, a separate pantry, a separate door in the fridge where it was just foods that I could have versus you know the rest of the house. And she really went out of her way to make it, easier for me and and supportive. And so um kind of a real big support was my wife and and I would probably consider her above all else uh, the person that really was one of the keys to success on my journey. Uh, without her, I do not believe whatsoever that I would have been successful because those moments of understanding that I'm mourning food uh, and that I'm I'm dying to myself a little bit to have somebody right there to just encourage um, encouragement goes a long way. I've, I've never heard anybody say, man, you encourage me too much. Like stop encouraging. Like it's yeah. encouragement goes a long way. And so for her, she always found a way to find the bright side out of the darkness that I was coming out of. And there was a song. And if I say this song, my wife, my wife will uh, know what I'm talking about, but there's a song. Um, Hello darkness, my old friend, like mm-hmm. my wife knew I was in a bad space whenever I would just start randomly singing that song. And uh, she would just check in. You okay? What's going on? And um, that that's, I stopped singing that song probably about two, two and a half years ago. So you're talking about five years into the journey, where I'm, you know, on Instagram, and, and everything's going great. I, I'm in the middle of a really dark, dark time. So um inspiration i would say definitely came from my wife there's individuals on instagram and currently uh, individuals that i'm now recently connecting with like uh, all of you to where I, I get inspired in different facets on how you've done what you've done and how you share what you share and that's kind of me coming along the way of this journey years in now to see how that was presented that's going to connect with so many people in ways that, that i never knew how to even create something like that so um Definitely going to pivot to my wife uh, for inspiration. That that's you need support. Let me just say that you, you're going to need like uh, yes, you can absolutely do it on your own, but you're going to need somebody. So you're going to need support because support is the key for success. Absolutely,
0: awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man.
1: Do you guys have any other questions? For
0: I'd like the... to share some of the comments. Yeah. yeah. Um, First off, Corinne had said, so amazing, Dusty. So life-changing and insightful. Um, awesome, awesome uh, comments in regards to, you know, when you were talking about some of the information uh, and, and you sharing your different stories uh, and, and sort of what people were relating to. Uh, good old Robert Elliott Fuller. Dad. That's my dad. Stay true yeah. to humanity <laughs> and the rewards will come. I
3: like it. I like it.
2: He yeah. always drops truth bombs like that. He
0: sure does. Uh, Stephanie says happy anniversary, Shay. Oh, Dylan thank you. Dylan says, "Whoa. Do you know Joey Lawrence? <laughs> Do you Whoa. know him?" Shay, "Me? No. Yeah. Uh-uh." Oh my god. god, god Heartthrob god, god. God, god, god. of right? the 90s? Was it the 90s? Early 90s. You need to Oh wait. Oh, Joey
2: Lawrence. There. Of course I yeah, know yeah, who yeah. he is. Sorry. It's just I was living in our decade and that's uh, why I got confused. You guys not. were throwing me back.
1: <laughs> yeah, hit, he's a button, cute. Uh, hit a button. Hit a hit a <laughs> button. at that. <laughs> <yogurt.
2: laughs> Whoa. I'll just make our own sound effects now. (laughs) Well, I'm just curious, Dusty, like where can we find you? What do you have going on? I know Murph kind of started that question, but yeah, tell us like where we can find you and, and what you have going on and how we can be a part of it.
3: Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. I'm pretty much just sharing in the way that I try to balance my nine to five with sharing on social media. Which just recently, shout out to some of my work folks. I had a a face to face Mm -hmm. leadership summit up in Connecticut, and uh, some of them found my Instagram. So if you're you're, uh, hello, how are you? Um, But it's uh, it's interesting. I'll interact with them being on a Teams meeting, and uh, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you, uh, yeah, you know what? You see me on Instagram. But uh, I'm pretty much just exclusively on Instagram. Uh, I have tried uh, YouTube. I have tried TikTok. uh i have tried a, a number of things and in learning the balance of what can and cannot happen uh, it's too much for me to go and um do a lot of these other channels and so i strictly kind of stick to instagram um and a lot of the um the connection that i have is is, is through instagram i um have a lot of um uh items that i put out as far as a blog is concerned so i've got a blog but it's kind of just open thoughts um but i would say probably one of my uh, passionate things is sharing wherever avenue i can that's as easy as possible so like a podcast yeah. I my podcast is very it's like eight minutes long full transparency and what it is is i put my phone on my car vent and I turn on the anchor, I start my car, and I drive from the gym to my house, and I just talk about whatever in relation to the journey itself, and so um, that, that's that been, uh, so, you know, the podcast and then Instagram uh, is, is pretty much where you can find me, so. Awesome, and you are welcome anytime to,
0: to jump on with us, if you, even if you just want to just talk about whatever, uh, this was one of my favorite episodes, and, and hey, you got me to do this, I can't, see, You can't go again, there's only one Per day per only weekend. when it's like, truly
2: inspiring. only when it's truly
0: right yeah mm-hmm. but no you know that this has been amazing and thank you dusty for sharing your amazing journey um and all of your experience with us at the
3: table I would love to be back. Uh, this was fantastic. This was fun. Huh. Um, and and you honestly, it perfect timing because we, we know the uh, that the bedtime was perfectly done as far as I was able to put Presley to bed and and do what I needed to do. And then right here into a nice soft landing with All the right. podcast. So uh, if you would have me back in the future, I would love to be back. Uh, I think this is uh, awesome. And, and the community that you've built is uh, very inspiring and, and is, is motivating for myself. So looking forward to coming back on with Whenever you'll have
2: me. Anytime. Can, can you hit us with one of these dusty?
3: That's all. I'm um, it's, it's,
1: I love it. it. Oh, I, like, it. I like, I like that. your I like bear- that. Put the thumbs down. If we, if we
2: do this, this is uh this is my town ta- or well, Eugene, this uh, is uh, oh, Oregon. organ.
1: Oh, <laughs> for those of you watching on, or for those of you listening on Spotify, we're trying to make hearts <laughs> with our hands. Yes. Um, Apple
3: Apple Podcast. Mine's a square. Uh, I'm Moons. I'm sorry. Uh this is yours is a like a bear
2: claw. I liked
0: the bear
3: claw. I like the bear claw.
2: I like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. No, I
3: will do the the Batman from here on out. So <laughs> there that's very good. Good. I love it. <laughs> that's good one. Well, next
0: next time you're on, that's gonna be our next one. that's uh, Yeah. that. Yeah. It's a pleasure.
3: It's a pleasure
1: meeting with you, man. Um gosh, that that was a, a fantastic. Yeah episode we absolutely love having you and you are most definitely welcome back awesome uh for an episode two three four five yeah. and, and anytime you want you awesome. you are you are definitely family thanks for pulling up a, a chair at the uh at the table with us
3: of course thank you for having me all right and that's all the
0: time that we've got for tonight guys thanks so much for all of you guys for joining us at the waiting table podcast where we're serving the weight loss community
1: one pound at a time
2: Thanks, everybody. Have a good night.
1: Bye. See ya.
2: (laughs) This is the (laughs) dance-off.